Welcome back to the Dragon's Lair podcast. On today's episode, we are up to episode number 10. So we are cracking the second of the three digits in our podcast title. So that's huge news. Um, On today's episode, we'll be wrapping up this week's games and also going through um, the change of, I suppose, format for this week. And we are also having a lengthy but good chat with Will Rhodes. Um, Today, as always, I'm joined by Cameron Becker and Liam Hindle. Um, today we're on on Zoom as well, so apologies for the lag and the lack of audio quality, but we're doing our best. So our, our best, even. So, boys, how are we? I'm good, mate. In, good. Yeah, very good too. It seems like a bit of a reoccurring theme each week. We go, well, we're on Zoom th- this week. Sorry, sorry, everybody, but it seems to be coming out okay so far. We've been trying yeah. to work out some what we can do, but there's uh, the the, uh, the Willerton Sports Centre is a is a mess. So we got to we got to logistical do what we can issues. Do. Okay, I guess we'll get straight into the wrap up from this weekend. So, um, I'll start with the ones. So basically, oh, what actually ha- of what actually happened on the weekend? <laughs> yeah, well, there wasn't a whole lot going on. There was rain, and there was people going on, and there was people going off. And at the end of the day, first grade didn't even have to go to the ground. Um, as Bex just said to us before, the local louts, the Willis and Hooligans, are taking the covers off um, overnight. Yeah. So they rocked up, or didn't rock up, and the pitch was wet, so they didn't have to go. So that's How pretty much that catch? We've actually managed to in two, twice in three weeks now, we've spoken about how teams have been called off before I even report the ground. So, oh, you know, mate, fair play to the I don't Wacker, know what's they... going on, but it's, well, it's when half the, half the car was taken off and, and it's, and it's a puddle, you can probably, uh, it's probably not a big decision to make. Yeah, mate, I've, I've gotten to grounds that have been in just as bad a condition and still had to get out well, there was a one day at yeah. Rockingham a couple of years ago where the under 17s play in the morning, right? And I got a text from their coach saying the the ground it's mud it's not prepared you won't play, and we still had to go down to Rockingham just to stand around for an hour and a half. Someone was sweeping the mud at yeah, some point. Yeah, we did that as well. Yeah, yeah. Man, it was t- actually we were, were you in that game, Liam? Oh, was it two's game? No, it was the threes game a couple of years. Okay, ago. Okay, must have been two separate years. Yeah, did that happen last year? I went all the way down to Rockingham, didn't even bring my kit, left it at home. I was going to say I didn't bring my kit either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> play. <laughs> what about the twos on the weekend, Liam? Sorry, Ellis. Um, it was quite, possi- quite possibly the worst day of cricket I've ever been a part of. If it wasn't for November <laughs> Fest, it would have been the worst day of my life, I think. Um, Is we this got to- including or not including the Mount Lawley final against the twos a couple of years ago? Um, so we got to the ground. It was bucketing <laughs> down, and we we think we second, uh, yeah. The second time you've moved on from that exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll address we'll it at some keep point. Bring it up until he. Yeah. We'll get it, the yeah. skeletons out of the closet at some point. But uh, <laughs> so we got to the ground. It's absolutely bucking it down. We we're thinking like, yeah, there's no chance we're playing today. The rain then stopped. They pulled the covers off, and what we were agreed to buy was probably the best wicket I've ever seen in my life. It was both a green top and a flat track at the same time. It was unbelievable <laughs> how the groundsman got that made with the rain this week I, i'll never know um so we spent the whole day pretty much coming on and off the field um and another thing that wasn't too great was the south perth uh t so we're not on this uh format to have a go at other clubs but i just think we got to mention it like traditionally strong from them as well it was yeah, they're normally good. Fan of their teas. the worst i've ever seen so there was packets of chips individual chips there was a plate of party pies and sausage rolls granted well done sorry what um, do you mean you just said individual chips what on earth does that mean so there was boxes of boxes of like smith's individual packets so you had to open oh, up like, like twisties packets. and stuff right yeah 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 oh, um right, gotcha. 
my twisty zigzags were stale. Um, there was a plate of oh, nice. party pies and sausage rolls, um, muffins by all reports were actually okay, um, little muffins. And then they the, the, that takes the cake. There's a plate of apples cut up. They didn't even cut the cores off. They cut them in quarters <laughs> without taking the core off. So you had to literally bite the cores out, spit it out, and then eat it. It was unbelievable. Um, so this is a call out to any any club who thinks that's acceptable. Um, get your stuff sorted because I will not be um, <laughs> indulging in a tea like that ever again. Um, moving on. That's some stern words. You know what, though, Liam? <sighs> you absolutely will be because by the, by 4.40 p.m. In the, in, on a Saturday afternoon, mate, you're, you, everyone's starving. So you'll eat whatever's yeah. given to you. Man, we only played like 20 overs of cricket. I'll, I'll <laughs> eat air next time. Um, there's not really much point talking about the performances anymore uh, because they don't count as we'll get to. Josh Cusa took two wickets, Vidit, Lincoln Joy, Nick Lysel's one each, and a catch to myself and Sean Brennan. None of those will count. So Cusa will be fuming no, but, about that as well. Yeah, But I'm glad that you included the the catch to yourself and Sean Brennan because really important mm. stats that we had to get out of there on yeah, the podcast. Thanks, mate. Yeah, you mate, me not we, mate. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> I, as a, as we all know, you know, as I like to play up, I did my side last week, so I wasn't playing this week. Um, other than running around trying to organize November Fest stuff all day, I headed down to Burundi to see the threes not playing. Again, I don't think there was a report to grounds, but they were all there taking the covers off. I could be wrong on that one. Um, I believe, so I was down, as as were you, Cameron, sorting out November, November Fest stuff, so I was down at the, yes. at the ground and um, Pete Hardy and... Stuart Hepburn, the captain, were the only two that I think went there and then kind of... Oh, actually, no, that is a lie because um, they did. They had to meet with the umpire because uh, a good friend of the show, Ellis, that we've gone back with, Andrew Coral, was captaining the third grade for South Perth. Ah, yes. Um, So, yeah, Stewie and AK faced off against each other and from all reports, apparently, they've got out to the middle and um, Stewie and the umpire were discussing and AK has walked up and just gone, so we'll see you next week, fellas. And I think that was about it, so... I think happy days for all threes going around there. To be honest, very good. The fours, I I, I could probably, I could probably talk about the fours thing. I was, I was there for it, mate. Um, True, actually, good point. Yeah, uh, all out for one thirty-two. They're probably, um, probably happy that it's getting caught. That first week is getting caught off. Yeah, it's it's a massive taste it to South Perth fours going, getting the the top of the table undefeated Willis Drags fours out for one hundred and thirty-two, and it's not going to get. Yeah, I think we spoke about last week how they've got to do a a bit of work during the week, have a few more hits, have a few more bowls, and then they've just must have done done that. Mm. But it won't count. Uh, Spaff <laughs> made 43 as a top scorer and another bloke made 43. Can you believe it? Aaron McCall. So when he that batted himself fantastic. at five, there was there was things being thrown. There was expletives. On, people didn't know what was going on. So Taz batted himself at five um, as a captain. Seemed to be a good cricketing decision in the end. He made 43. So um, You're not going well to be able to force him. him back down the order all year now. He's just going to pull himself. He's sat there now. Blake, Blake Hall was at, at the ground and I asked him if there was anything from an admin point of view we could do about it, but he said, no, there's <laughs> not. So, um, unfor- but it might actually be, it might've been Blake Hall getting in the whack ear to call it off. So maybe he did do a little number. Do there, we so. need to, surely we can suspend him or something for bringing the game into disrepute. Like that is horrific. It's unacceptable really. Yeah. So as we alluded to, Two, uh, the week one hap- happenings are being canned. So all games this week are one days. I believe they're f- um, so the ones are playing with white balls and colours. I'm not sure about the points. I'd imagine that I'd get changed to six-point games, I think. I, say, Bex- I don't actually know. I, uh, mm. I know it's surprising that I haven't done the badgering, but um, yeah, I'm not well. 100% certain. Other than I, would, I-, I would 
hazard a guess. Um, and, you know, we hate doing this because we could very well be wrong, but I'm pretty sure yeah. it will be just one day points this week. Yeah, we do uh, yeah. uphold um, very good standards at Standards of the Dragon. It's there for journalism and the truth. So, accuracy. Um, As was alluded to before, Bex, you and I were running around all day Saturday um, trying to sort out November Fest, which was a, an absolute blast on Saturday night. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, big it, shout out to Liam because uh, Liam was playing on Saturday, so he couldn't do any of the final prep, which is fair enough. You know, uh, us idiots got ourselves injured. Um, but big shout out to him for sending a message about 1 a.m. I, I assume he, he woke up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night and had just remembered that he hadn't ordered the, the decorations for November Fest. Mm-hmm. So sent us a message saying, hey, guys, because I'm playing tomorrow, can, can you pop down to the decorations store in Canningvale and pick these up for me? Yeah, and just... Not only that, didn't yeah. didn't give us an order number. So, so Ellis, what, what happened when you got there, mate? Yeah, mate, so I've, I've rocked up to the, the counter of the uh, party source. Big shout-out to them for sorting us out for our November Fest decoration needs. Um and yeah, so I rocked up to the counter, went up to the bloke and said, look, I think I've got a, an order to pick up. And he goes, oh, okay, you, you think you've got an order to pick up? And I said, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, my mate placed it last night. And he said, okay, no worries. What's the order number? And I said, oh, I, I haven't got that. Can you like, can, can we search up his name or something? And he was like, no, you need the order number. Then <laughs> I haven't finished. Then I went back to the party shop, got my order, like got my order number, gave it to him and he said, oh, um, when was the order placed? And I said, oh, it was placed last night. And he said, oh, yeah. So normally you have to wait 24 hours um, for us to actually click and collect the stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, you know, that makes absolute sense. Liam, did you get a confirmation email or anything like that? Uh, I got a confirmation that the order was placed. Um, oh, yeah. I did see the 24-hour thing, but I, I, I just assumed that it'd just be in the shop and they didn't have to get it together. Oh, um, okay. So no, yeah, yeah, I had yeah. to inconvenience the bloke to go and get it. And then once he brought me the order, um, it was... I'd, I'd say it was dismal. <laughs> I think my favourite, L was you describing the demeanour of the bloke. Like it, it was clearly like this guy that just did not want to be working on a Saturday. No, he just had no interest in dealing with me as well. He was like, have you got the order number? And I was like, ah, uh, no. He was like, well, you need it. And I was like, oh, okay, no <laughs> So we, no, we did, you boys did end up um, getting getting some stuff done on, on the Saturday while I was while I was playing. Sorry, we got some of my life. I yeah, it was so a pretty good night to be honest. Um, everything went pretty smoothly once we actually did, got yeah. set it up. Like, it yeah, I'd hate to we'd we'd, so. we'd hate to toot our own horns on this uh, on this podcast, but yeah, Definitely. I'd say yeah, the beer was tasty, the glue vine was tasty, um, the music was uh, everyone enjoyed the music. There's some games set up, um, a bit of dragon pong uh, over on the over on the side. But everyone seemed to enjoy. Big it. shout it out really to good. Stewie Hepburn, Keegan Dakota, and Mornay Dakota, mm. who I don't think left the. Uh, oh, actually, Mindle was over there for a bit as well. Didn't leave the beer mm. pong, uh, dragon pong table. Sorry for the best part of two hours there. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, they were very, uh, they were very invested in the in the dragon pong. Can we just uh, just going back to something, Liam, that you just glossed over for some reason? but was, you know, a very successful and a fantastic part of the night. That Mate, who made the glue vine? Because that tasted delightful. Don't worry, mate. I was going to come back for it, to it. Um, we're just That's overviewing okay. I'm back to it myself. I mean, yeah, let's. we may as well bring it up now. Look, as we know, everyone's favourite part of the show every week is Bex's <laughs> Best. Everyone waits for it. Everyone hangs out. I actually got a message from uh, Jack Chapman last week saying he was honoured to be Bex's Best. So... 
Bex is best this way. It goes to the glue vine. I, I think we, me and Ellis can both say we had uh, low hopes for We, we yep. were skeptical of it prior. Um, um, and that, that has more to do with the, uh, the red wine that we purchased for it as well. As opposed to yeah, it else. wasn't. It was not the most expensive. I think it was legitimately the cheapest we could find. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only other mulled wine I've had was average at best. So mm-hmm. I don't know whether we just absolutely killed it with how we made it or not. But it not only was it unreal, the actual taste of it. Big shout out to Johnny G and Mac for uh, oh, sending them out for five dollars a stein, <laughs> which is five hundred. <laughs> so, so the five dollars is that was my price. But I, I, so at the start of the night, I, I sat down Johnny and Mac and said, "All right, so this is how you make this drink. This is how you do this. So for the glue vine, just fill it up to here because it's it's full wine and it's only five bucks. And then they go wine, and yeah. fill up this five hundred mil thing. Um, so the, by the time you got through it, it was it was cold. But you know, it's very good. Reason, at, I reckon put away four of them in the first two yeah. hours because he's come up to yeah. me one night this look of glee on his face going mate johnny's just filled this up all the way and it was only five dollars <laughs> i'd only just started a sign at that point so i was like oh, i need to get a one of them <laughs> yeah i was telling you boys that when i actually had it in germany i wasn't a big fan of it i didn't didn't like it but mate on the saturday night it tasted very good I don't know if we need to give it Bex's best to the actual glue vine itself or for Ellison Loz for overseeing the the main cooking of that. But either way, a massive successful part of the evening. So we should probably um, send some special thanks out as well to a couple of special people. Mm-hmm. Um, Mindel as well came. Mindel, uh, Mark Hindle, my father, came into my room on, I think it was a Wednesday or Thursday, and he said, oh, um, like, oh, how's, how's, how's the planning going? I'm like, yeah, good, good. He's like, oh, yeah, like I'm happy to be on the barbecue if you want. I'm like, you little beauty. So that, that ticked off a job that Bex had to do. So Mindel jumped on the barbecue, cooked up the um, sausages. So thank you to him. Um, and also, out. yeah, Mac Mac behind the bar at the start of the night as well before he had to head up. But a big special thanks to Johnny Geisler, um, who got to the ground at 7 o'clock in the morning to um, find the covers uh, half taken off and was there till about 11.30 till close. So um, thank you so much to Johnny and make sure boys um, when you're at training on the Thursday, get around him um, and show him your thanks. as well. Yeah, I think we can all agree that nothing would get done down at Dragon Park if it wasn't for Mac and Johnny G behind the bar. You know, they're always, they're, they're the first ones there on a Saturday morning. They're the last ones there on a Saturday night and they're always keen to find out what's been going on or they're always just there to have a chat. So big shout out to them for letting us be able to, uh, facilitate the event on saturday night absolutely mm, absolutely sorry i just want to throw in um another another thing um as well um just to the boys that actually came on saturday night as well for a for a couple of days there it was looking like we weren't going to get that many people down but in true dragons fo- um form um a lot of a lot of last minute uh tickets purchased mm. which yep. you know classic as i said we expected that but yeah massive thank you to the boys they made it uh, a ripper night and uh we couldn't mm. like you know these things don't work unless we get the support of the of the guys and i think they're starting to show that so it's it's been yeah and I, and I was gonna say before i've got to say it is special a special thanks to the boys who didn't actually drink on the night um i think holty um lloyd allen matt gleason blair walsh as well it's probably maybe might have been a couple others to just come down and have a great night um even when they weren't drinking weren't getting around it so um huge to them and that that's sort of what builds builds great culture as well those boys who aren't drinking because you don't need to be drinking to have fun at at the dragons but yeah huge from them and we really appreciate that obviously as well. we don't condone uh excessive drinking in any way shape or form um absolutely so, yeah, man i don't reckon i've excessively drank in my life actually no six pack no. between six friends 
Um, and we should probably follow on with that. There will be some uh, surveys going out on the various groups. So if you have any feedback for the event um, so we can make the next one and the next events coming up this year better, um, please jump on there. Give us some feedback, what was good, what was bad. Yeah, good point, Liam. That uh, leads us into our next, I suppose, social event. So we've got Ladies Day coming up on the 13th of December. So that is bound to be a fantastic event. So we're looking, obviously, we've got the doubleheader T20s at Burundi Park that weekend. So um, we're gonna. it'll be a chance for us to appreciate the ladies in our life, which there are many at the club. Um, so yeah, more info will be coming up about that shortly um, once we discuss the finer details. But yeah, thirteenth of December. So keep that Big in mind. Big chance for the drags wags to get down around Barndale Park and see some very exciting cricket in the T twenties. I'm sure. Yeah. So as we know, some of the biggest fans of the show are mothers of dragons. Melissa Joy springs to springs to mind. Uh, Mrs. Holt, I'm sure, is a big fan as well. We know the Holt's love listening to it around the around the dinner table. So yeah, and a big one for sisters and mothers as well. Not only drags wags. And on the topic of events coming up, uh, obviously it's uh, we've got sockets to two sarcoma round coming up, not this weekend, the weekend after. Uh, so it's a pretty big initiative from the Melville Cricket Club. Uh, it's pretty, it's an issue that's pretty close to their club with a couple of their um, players actually suffering from sarcoma in the last couple of years. So we'll get a little bit more information up on the socials over the coming week or so. But basically, find a pair of odd socks, wear them to the game. We'll get we'll get plenty of pictures up. Um, we'll have a link to donations and more information, everything on the socials, but it's a really big, um, it's a really pretty important issue. I think that uh, that's been really good to see for across the grades the last couple of years. So hopefully we can keep that going this year. So we are lucky enough to be joined this week by a former dragon or potentially future dragon. We'll see how this goes, if we can convince him to come. Always a dragon, mate. Yeah, well, that's it. Um, so I'll run through some of his stats. Um, so first class record um, has him played 55 matches and scoring 3,097 runs at 36.86. That includes 600s and a higher score of 207. He's also taken 53 wickets at 33.07 with best bowling of 5 for 17. But more importantly, what I'm sure you all want to hear is his drags record. So he's played 24 matches for the drags, 847 runs at 38.5, a higher score of 106, 50 wickets at 20.34, best bowling of 6 for 27. He is one third of the Vibe Tribe. William Oldboy Rhodes, welcome to the Dragons Lair podcast. Boys, great to be here. Great to be here. This is a lifelong dream of mine. As you all know, <laughs> I've been badgering you to get me on the show and, and it's been through. So great to be here, boys. We've had oh, a mate. long list of big names that we've had to get on, but Rosie, you were right up the top there. So it's a pleasure to have you here. Oh man, I've seen I've seen, as you know, I listen to this podcast every week and I hear the names. You've had Mac and you've had Hards, and I'm I'm quite happy to be below below these guys. So uh, great work, what you're doing. Love it. I tell you what, mate. You're not. You're not. You're definitely not below them in our list of uh, guests. It's just that they were location-wise a lot closer to us than what you <laughs> are currently. Oh, no, I, I get around that, and and I'll I'll use my uh, I'll use the term you use for Mac uh, temporary. What is it? Temporarily misplaced or something like that? Yeah, mm. temporarily you know? displaced dragon. I like that. that I think that's, that's the best. You're on, you're on the line. That's what I'm sticking to. So, um, <laughs> good. You know, hopefully, in the in the next couple of years, I'll be able to get out and and play a few games for the boys. See, that was going to be my question for the end. I was going to, I think I, I mentioned it to Jarrah this afternoon and the first thing you said was, is, Ro, is he going to come back? Is he keen to come back at any point? So <laughs> Mate, it, it's I'm, good I'm to hear that it's on the mind. Back. I'm all over <laughs> coming back. 
on the pure fact I can play football with Ubex. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably a good story to start with, actually. Um, I've forgotten that one. Can you tell the listeners about, about that night, boys? Uh, I can, actually. I was, we were at training, um, as you do. I'd, 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 I had my hit, had my ball, done my fielding. I was just sitting on the ball, just chilling, and Bex comes up to me, probably because he knows I'm English, probably knows I'm, you know, useful at football, and goes, do you fancy a game? I was like, absolutely. Couldn't get to <laughs> Leeming quick enough. Um, broke a lot of speed. Lot of, I just wanted to get going. So I think there was six of us there on the back. Is it six side or seven aside? Whatever it was. Yeah, it's it's six, uh, five aside. And I think we had six. So there, there was six. not, yeah, you had yeah. plenty of time on court, which was good. It was it was great, and I um so I said right, you boys go on, and I'll just judge hear the standard and, and be the personnel of our team and who to pass to and who to not when I come on, and and, and we were quickly two 0 down. That goes without saying. <laughs> um, and and I and I realised that we were on the end call, which was Division Three or Four, and I should have been playing on the other end call. Yeah. Um, and and I've come on after five minutes, and I thought right, I'm gonna you know stamp my authority on the game went on a wizard you know a bit of a wizard run and i could have i could have you know gone myself but you know unselfishly i've squared it to some bloke can't remember his name and <laughs> the and it was harder to miss genuinely harder to miss. <laughs> and he's fallen over the ball and it's gone wide and i just went oh no, oh, no. But i actually loved it and i think we ended up winning i don't know how but this bloke could have had 25 and scored two um, yeah, it was definitely yeah, a happened? one big reason that I think we had to win that day. And he was playing in central midfield and he had an English accent. But, you know, other than that, I'm not sure how we won. Oh, man. And I, I came back a couple more times. I just loved that. I just loved getting around the boys. I just yeah, know. remember, I think we were sitting there at like 7.15 or something. It's like, And the game was at 7.30. So I've got, I was, oh, mate, look, it, you know, if you do want to play, like, it's over in Leeming. It'll be there in like 15 minutes. It might be tough. And I just remember you being so excited, like dead keen to get there. I think you were the second or third one there out of the team. And that was after a very late call up. Oh man, I loved it. As we said, as I said, I loved, I loved it, and I, and that's that's probably one of the reasons I want to come back. You know, a bit of fact. <laughs> um, we're probably out of playing at Burundi Nets as well, so that's fine. Unfortunately, this <laughs> unfortunately the soccer standard has not got any better in Australia. In the England's improved no. a bit since you've been here for the first time. Good World Cup performance, so we've not got much better. So, um, yeah, all right. So I suppose the first proper question we've got is how did you how did you get into contact with the Drags, and how did you organise to come over and play for us? Uh, it made it pretty simple, actually. I was living with um, with Jack Brooks uh, in my last year at Yorkshire, so, or for a couple of years at Yorkshire, so obviously fellow drag. Huge uh, friend of the show. show. Mate, massive <laughs> fan. And uh, if, if he does listen to this, his beanie is on his way. Uh, he did ask me. He's seen me running with it after that Instagram post, and he did message me where, saying where it is. So Yeah, he messaged the page at like probably four o'clock in the morning, or three o'clock in the morning, and we were out um, at, a, at an establishment, and I'd probably, I gave him a horrible reply. I had to follow up the next day. Just said, get it off, Rosie. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got one on the way, so I do. So we'll have that. So I was living with him, and Bondi was was living with us, um, you know, the dream team um, of, of 2017. And he was playing in the same league I was playing for. Um, so my beloved battle axes were playing against his roosters. Um, and as soon as I said I wanted to come over to Perth, I, I, well, I didn't have a choice. I, you know, I had offers in Sydney and Brisbane, but um, he had rung Jarrah uh, before I'd even finished the sentence. So I was I was <laughs> soon on a flight to Perth. And, and yeah, that's where the love story began, really. So um, if it wasn't for Bondi, I, I probably would have ended up somewhere else in the country. 
That would have been a mistake, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, we can always say that Perth's probably the best place in Australia as is, and then Dragon Park is the best place in Perth. So, you know, couldn't get any better than that. Well, well, it did big up Burrinda. It did big up Dragon Park to me. Uh, and, and <laughs> the he, fortress, he, mate. Point, actually. So, um, yeah, spent a lot of time grazing at Burrinda. So, yeah, very good. <laughs> that actually, um, that leads quite well into the next question, Rosie. Um, so, what were your first impressions of the drags? And spe- or more specifically, uh, what did you think of the Dragon's Nets, mate? Uh, to be honest, mate, I, I got there. And obviously, we, we, you know, when you go to club cricket in England, they're the sort of their own grounds. Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting just a, a park um, with a, with <laughs> yeah, a glorified yeah. clubhouse. I, 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 I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. And I said, I almost was like, is this it? Um, <laughs> yeah, we still say I that thought, mate i thought it was a training venue mate i thought we'd go and play you know our games <laughs> if that isn't um, one of the biggest dog comments i've ever heard i was gonna say yeah what do you mean i'm not even gonna apologize for that either <laughs> no don't mate we encourage but, that sort um, of mentality so, so, he, so he, he came on and and yeah obviously i now realize i now actually love the place um which you know obviously is, is, isn't said much but uh my first thought of the burundi nets well i, I can remember I went into the nets and Darcy was there and he went in first. Short. Uh, and he, yeah, Darcy Short went in first. I thought you were going to say Darcy Roden there for a second. <laughs> no, 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 no. And he, um, and yeah, Darcy came out and I said, I'll oh, help the nets play. And he went, interesting. And that's all I needed to know. If, if the nets were <laughs> good. And, and he said, interesting. So I was like, right, this could be really good. Uh, and 10 minutes later, I think I had three bruises and, and probably a fractured <laughs> thumb as well. But I kept, <laughs> Lads probably bowling bounced at you from two feet away from you. Yeah, that, well, that, that's what caught me. I found a massive divot where Blaz was landing, and it wasn't anywhere near the line. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, at twilight, which was quite interesting. But yeah, the nets are obviously, you know, they're not they're the word the greatest. Um, mm. but, mate, but mate, you'll be always good fun. You'll be happy to know we got so we got fresh nets this year. So they're a little bit spicy early doors, but they'll get better. And light's coming in uh, over the summer as well, mate. So if you come back, mate, you could be in time for a good little no, good couple training nets. You could be having a net on a road at 10.30 at night at this point when you get back, which would be the dream. Okay, let, let's not get too carried away. <laughs> <laughs> Ellis, there's a, little, there's a little note here. Um, did you yeah. want to go on on that one? Just a little, a little drum up for yourself. Yeah. I actually forgot to mention this, and I'm, I'm sure you probably don't even remember this because you don't even remember who I am. Um, but um, there's, I, I remember I bowled to you uh, in the nets one day, and obviously when when I was playing, when we were playing together, um, I had the keeper up most of the time, and I, I think I um, I bounced you and hit you in the helmet, and then I think you've come down the wicket and said, "Mate, you don't even have the, you've got the keeper up in the game. What are you doing?" So, <laughs> I, don't just wanted... I, I like that. I met so flair, and to be honest, I was probably that rattled. I'd been hit a few too many times. In the <laughs> yeah. Someone bouncing me with a keeper was probably just about to sum it up. So that's why I love it. That's why I love coming back. How is that good that he'll he'll, a... he'll be fine with that? Nah, did you ever have a moment where you stormed out of the nets mid mid net? I did. I, I had one. <laughs> um, I had one, and it was it was when Walshy abused me from the side of the net. <laughs> oh, I remember oh, that. Right. Yeah, I, I remember, do that. remember that. Yeah. And I didn't know he was abusing me until he abused me for the second time. And did and you know who he was at that point? I had no idea who he was. And yeah. For the record, I love Walshy. I love him now. I <laughs> thought it was a meal, and he probably thought I was a meal at this stage. Um, and I can just I can just remember sort of hearing something, and I thought he was like saying something at the um, 
like the lads who were fielding, as as you do, lads go off and field. And then and then I hit one up the chimney and I was batting like a flog, to be honest. I was batting. <laughs> um, and it didn't help that Scarborough hit us for 380 on the Saturday. So that didn't help either. Um, and I can just remember having a bit of a blue with him for five minutes. Um, and Bondi then came up to me um, and said, do you know who that is? I went, I've got absolutely no idea, mate. Who is it? And I was the chairman of selectors. I went, probably don't want to say that. <laughs> I then, I then, and then I rocked up to Burrand on the Saturday and thought I'd be, um, I thought I'd be ended up on Dragon Park Two to be honest, and I'd been the first grade, been the first grade, and uh, and hopefully I repaid him with a few good performances that year. I think that's pretty safe to say that uh, I, I do remember a couple of conversations um, early doors when you were around of you know, oh, what teams are you going to go into? Is it, is it going to be the ones? Is it going to be the twos maybe? I, th- I can't remember who it was, but someone someone said to me in a completely unrelated conversation, mate, the, the bloke's played first-class cricket. He shouldn't be playing second grade. And then all the, the stats that Ellis just rattled off earlier were, were obviously all in first grade, and that probably means that idea was uh, the right call to get you in the ones team straight away. I'll tell you that. To be honest, I can remember. I think it was. I think someone got injured on my first day, so I got there on the Thursday. I got there on Thursday morning. I was. A, I was probably a little bit pissed from the flight. Um, <laughs> I, was a, I was very jet lagged, and someone said, "You're going to play second grade," and I thought that is so elite. I'm going to be. Get <laughs> <laughs> me there. And then, and I got there on the Saturday, and Jarrah went, "You're batting seven. and I went, "That is unbelievable." And we batted, and we had Darcy, uh, obviously Dash shot, and, and Hard to play in that game. They were batting three and four, and they batted all all the first session. I thought I could have a little nap in, and I slept for an hour and a half in the changing room in the second <laughs> session, which is very much probably frowned upon. And I woke up at tea, and Bondy went right. Do you know Do you know where you're batting? I went, yeah, I'm batting seven. He goes, right. Well, we're four down. I was like, oh, probably need to get my pads on then. <laughs> Got my pads on, and I was and I was out, and met where we went. Wow, that's, that's unreal. A, I was just saying, chair the dragon's lair. Yeah, <laughs> looking back on that, can you see how dangerous that is to fall asleep in the in any side at the drags? We tend to collapse fairly easily. Mm. I, I got used, yeah. Well, like I said, I got used to. It. I think um, it it probably helped that Darcy shot peeled out a hundred that day. If he didn't, yeah. I would I would have been woken up very very quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen some collapses. I've been part of collapses, and I've probably started to collapse myself. But um, hey. <laughs> It's we, all part of the Dragons' experience, that though. It is. That that's the great thing that Dragon Park lures you in. It lures you into a great place, <laughs> uh, and, and Rex certainly gets his money worth on the side. Oh, you've. Uh, I may as well skip my next question because you've given us a couple of rogue or rare moments. Now, have you got any other uh, rogue or rare moments that sort of that that uh, stick out to you? You can remember. Uh, probably one actually. One one sticks out. It was the uh, it was the semi final one day cup. Um, when we beat Melville, um, <laughs> Sorry, I just oh yeah, and, and I'm losing and, the thought. And of I it. remember we were walking, and the lads were absolutely flying. Obviously, is it Drew Poor has his little corner, doesn't he? Yeah, he yeah. People, and we had six, and uh, <laughs> on the far side, we were just getting barraged of abuse. And I, we were about seven forty, which obviously in a semi ain't great. And I remember. <laughs> I remember batting with uh, Chris Lagana at the end, and we knocked we knocked off maybe twenty to win the game. Fist pump to the boys, boys are flying. I thought this is a few scoops. So I'm walking off the pitch, and I thought, you know what? I'll turn back round and lift my bat up to the boys. And then next thing I know, all I see is Beck's tippers and Young Walsh just dive into the swan, and I'm thinking <laughs> that's real rare. 
just to shed, hang on, just to shed some light on that, it wasn't actually me. I kept my clothes on that day. It was um, it was Tipper's Phil Siljag and Blair Walsh. It was about well, he must have been thirteen or fourteen. <laughs> I think when we were eight for forty, Silge or Tipper's have gone. If we win this, I'm jumping into the river. And yeah, they didn't know we had Rosie out there, obviously, at that point. Um, about an hour and a half later, we, tip, we, we, we tick off the runs. Tibbers and Silge have nearly stormed the field a couple of times to start <laughs> fights with the opposition. And yeah, straight away, kid off, jumped in the river five minutes later. It was the strangest celebration I've ever seen. Not, the, the, rarest, the rarest bit is then 10 minutes later, they end up walking into the dressing room. Yeah, they're in the dressing room. Walking into a big dressing room, that is one thing I can remember. And then... <laughs> They apps. Whether it was the emu exports that were swilling on the side, I'm not too sure. But this stunk, and I'll oh, just get away. Is it, is it rarer? Um, is it rarer than uh, the one day final when they were up at the in the uh, pavilion opposite us behind the bar and causing a ruckus? <laughs> Do you remember that? that? Was the year after? I think that was, yeah, that was the year after. Yeah. That was, oh, okay, jeez. The one I played because obviously I missed that the first year final. The second year final I played and. There was just, there was all sorts of noise. It's unfortunate mm. we didn't win because there could have been hell on in Perth that night. <laughs> yeah, that's that's when uh, some of us Colts boys have done some of our best work um, up at the, up in the uh, Dennis. Lily Marsh of, stand, yeah. Lily, Ma, yeah, Lily, Lily Marsh stand, chanting your name. You're, you're a favourite amongst the boys, mate. Will um, Rhodes on fire, I believe, was the chant going around. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate, that was unbelievable. Can we talk about that? How did you, do you enjoy that? I got around it. I, you know, it, it brought me back to T20s at, at Edgebaston, mate. You know, it was the same. What what twenty lads can produce an atmosphere in an empty ground is, is, is unbelievable. Especially when they've had, had a couple of cruisers down them, it's it's unbelievable. Isn't it? I think we started at about eight o'clock that morning. We, we, yeah. we had a breakfast at my place and then just came steaming into the wacker later on. So that was a great. Me, me and Cass got the uh, the Midoris and the and the weeks of the lemonade and oh. So so sugary. <laughs> By six o'clock, yeah, yeah, yeah nah, no good. Yeah, um, yeah. So w- these are flowing very very nicely. Um, now, best dragon memories. What are you? What are, is there any memories that particularly uh, stick out to you? Uh, well, good good question. I think, uh, I think the, the, in particular, whenever you win a game, I think that's a that's a a memory enough. You know, I think I was very. Very fortunate to play the two years where the drags were probably at the top of the top of the game. Um, yeah. I think we finished second in the ladder both years. Um, we had so we obviously had some great wins. We won a couple of times outright, and they're they're just all top top memories for me. Um, you know, but then I think on the other hand, you've got for what I what I enjoy seeing, especially when I see it over here a lot, is when you know young kids come into the team and make the debuts. You know, we had Hards, you know, make his first hundred at Perth. Cass played. And got his first pole against Frio. That was obviously a great moment. Um, well Vin done, his, Thanks, Ross. No, I'll, I'll get you in there. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> Hindle, Liam Hindle, I remember, I remember you uh, mm. making your making your making your debut. You gave me a nice little start. You put one about t- four meters down leg side that I got a cheeky <laughs> one one hand uh, one hand stop to. So thanks for that. Well, I always like to test my I always like to test my keepers, and you know if it, if it means shoving a wide down there, then I'm happy to do that. <laughs> and then you sort of slip and just talked apps. You were just hosing everyone on the field for the whole day. <laughs> Oh, that was good fun. Yeah, that's that's what I do. That's that is what I do. Claremont are the best team out of this, so they've got. I was leaving a week later, so I've, I've probably got to stick some out tomorrow. Alrighty, so 
changing tactics a bit, speaking a little bit more about your own professional career. So obviously in the off season between your two Dragons years, you made the move to Warwickshire. Um, how, how is that sort of moving to a new club, you know, bit of a different opportunity sort of thing? Um, you know, how is adapting to a new situation there, I suppose? Yeah, it was it was it was it was obviously new for me. Um, you know, growing up at one club, um, you know, Yorkshire steeped in history, but moving to to Warwickshire, which is also a massive club, um, was was pretty cool. You know, obviously we had, um, you know, Ian Bell, Jonathan Trot, Chris Works, people like that. You know, so you move it, you're moving from you know a, a good side or top side where the best or route people like internationals to another dressing room with full of internationals. So yeah. that was actually perfect for me. Um, and it probably helped, you know, coming to going to Willerton, you know, going into a new environment there and, and meeting new people there. It actually probably helped me when I came back to, to England. And I think, you know, having Dom Sibley, Ollie Stone, Ed Pollock, who were out in Perth at the same time as I, I was actually helped me, you know, meet those guys, train with those guys and then go back. It was pretty, pretty easy and pretty seamless. So, um, yeah, we had, we had a top team and obviously won, won Division 2 and got promoted back into Division 1. Um, in 2018 so yeah it was, it was pretty cool I think what you said about the drags I think that's you being very nice to us I think your move was yeah. is much more down to your own abilities and things like that um, but I think as well like I just wanted to ask you about um, how was the cap how because you took over as captain as well I think was that last year is that right yeah yeah so how how have you found that like so far and especially this year with everything that's gone on around the world as well no, it was strange. It was obviously something that came as a bit of a surprise to me. I think, you know, I've still been quite young. I probably wasn't expecting it just yet. I thought maybe a couple more years. I'd only been at Warwickshire for two seasons. Mm. You know, albeit, albeit I've done pretty well, but, um, you know, actually going there and, and, and them having faith in me was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, yeah it just um, Paul Fabris, the director of cricket, just came up to me one day and, and asked me if I wanted to do it. And um, so I said, yeah. And, and, you know, I think... You know, this was this would have been in the November November last year, so about a year today, really. And yep, then obviously, yep. start of the season in April, so you don't really have much time to think about it. But that got mm. delayed till August, so you've probably got another four months to stew on plans and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it was it was a bit of a nightmare actually. Um, just you know having that time to wait. But yeah, first game went pretty well, so you know it's 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 gone all right. It's going well. I was actually a bit shocked, um, to be honest, Rosie, because I, I did know this, but I didn't realize you were only about 18 months older than me. So um, it actually made me feel very, uh, very far behind when I was looking at an article earlier about you taking over as a 24 year old and everything. Um, how do you think it was obviously being a younger captain at a newish club versus because uh, I think it was so you took over from Chetan Patel, is that right? Who'd yeah, obviously been there for ages. So how was it as a newer captain taking over like that? Mate, it was good. It was it, it was great. We, you know, we had um, we sort of still had some senior players. We've, we've got quite a young squad at Warwickshire, but we had, you know, Ian Bell, Tim Ambrose, Jeets, all legends of the game, legends of Warwickshire. And, you know, to have those guys, Tim Bresnan's just signed for us now. Um, so we've got oh, sort wow. of four heavy international players who I could, you know, call on their advice. You know, they've been in every yeah. situation possible. So um, to have those guys next year is, is perfect. I, you know, three of them are now retired, so I'm sort of down in the deep end a little bit. But um, I don't know whether retired to get away from me as captain or they're just <laughs> yeah, we'll let the viewers decide that. But uh, yeah, um, um, yeah, unbelievable to play with those guys and actually see if captain someone like you know Belly is is a is a you know a pretty one. cool yeah, yeah pretty cool thing to chuck in the uh, resume that's for sure. 
So it's been a couple of years since you've been um, at the Dragons. Uh, what have you been up to since, obviously, we talked about your, your new captaincy and stuff. Anything else has been going on outside of cricket or um, any anything in that space you been, that's been happening in the world of Will Rhodes? Oh, not much, mate. I probably don't circuit as much as I, I, as, you know, I probably like or as I did in Perth. Uh, mm. That was certainly a weekly occurrence, and if not a weekly occurrence. A few more uh, responsibilities over there than here on the weekends in Perth. Man, more responsibilities. There's no Sunday sessions over here anymore, which I'm real <laughs> flat about. But no OBH. But house, um, but house, um, cool. doing a, doing nice. a little bit of work, doing some, doing some studying off the field. Actually, trying to make use of my time rather than <laughs> just gymming and beach. What I did in Perth, that was pretty. <laughs> and, and suffering hangovers. That's all I did for. for five months. <laughs> pretty elite, actually. That's probably Living the dream. Winter. To be fair, tanning on the beach isn't the worst way to recover from a hangover either, mate. Mm. No, it's no. not. It's, it, it got real. It got real repetitive. I actually got into a great routine where I'd wake up probably about six, half six in the morning, just because of the sunlight, not because I wanted to get up at that time. Yeah, yeah. Because the, it was forty degrees as well. Yeah, oh, man, it's stinking. I'd go to the gym <laughs> in my unair conditioned Toyota Corolla, which is car. Oh, <laughs> club car. Shout out to the drags. <laughs> um, I'd go there for an hour, sweat, sweat off. A couple of tins I had of the night before at training, and then go to the beach and sweat even more often. Yeah, it was it was a delight, really. Um, yeah, no, we've been doing that a little bit as well. There's been a few more um, circuits this year. Last year was horrible. Um, there wasn't too much going on, but this year, yeah. And the dragon, uh, have you seen the dragon's budgies going around? Will uh, we were getting those out and about? I've I've been seeing them. As, as I said to Bex when I when I asked for some hats. They ain't go, they're not going far in England. I don't know where no. I'm, I'm not wearing well, them on the beach, to be honest. <laughs> it's far too cold and, you know, I'm going to have to you know, shove a few socks down there just to be real. We'll have to have an honorary <laughs> pair ready for you next time you come out to Australia, mate. I'll, I'll have a pair of them. I'll have a pair of them. Okay, small one for me, so that's fine. Um, obviously, there has been quite a few uh, dragons from England come across over the years, um, namely yourself, uh, Jack Brooks, um, and the list could go on. Have you been keeping in contact with uh, any of those boys? Yeah, me and Brooks, you speak quite a lot. As I said, as I said before, me and Brooks have lived together for about two years in Leeds. Um, so, yeah, me and Brooks are still very close. We spent, we had a, a couple of Christmas meals last year with, you know, our close friends and um, the guys who Bondi, you know, our circle of friends in Leeds who Bondi associated himself with. So I think we end up getting on FaceTime with Bondi when we'd had a couple of <laughs> couple of bottles of Rouge, yeah, um, yeah. you know, which was quite interesting, actually. I think it was about two in the morning for the big fella. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, me and, me and Brooks here are obviously in, in constant constant contact, really. Um, but yeah, you see, you see all the guys around on the circuit, you know, Liam Livingston, um, Alistair Cook obviously is, is another big big one mm. for the drags. Um then played a few played there, played against him a few times this year. So you see you see guys on the circuit. Um yeah, but I don't think batting at Burundi obviously comes up too often. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ideally avoid that uh conversation at all times, yeah. Don't want to bring up bad memories. Sorry, on that one, um, you know, Liam Livingston, obviously uh ex drag, friend of the show, has uh, has been at the Scorchers last season and been a hit success and got again next year um is it when are we seeing will rose in the scorchers colors that's what we want to know surely we we love english players of the scorchers as well we got about buddy all of them all always english exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and you know they've actually got a there's a there's a recurring theme in that they all play in you know they've all played in perth and you know joe clark played at south perth so you know oh look you never yeah. know i mean 
I, I don't. I didn't hit too many sixes at, at, at Burrinda Park. So whether I've got the power to clear the Optus, I'm not too sure. So I probably won't be getting signed for a few years. But um, you know, we'll have to see if I if I speak to the right people next year. Then you know, a little bit of net bowling here and there, and then you know, yeah. they can that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we like to hear. Oh. Anything that might lead to a Willerton return, yeah, that's what we're all on board here. Really, yeah. that's if you come like, back, we mate. We'll talk to we'll talk to Johnny J and get those boundaries brought in, mate. Oh mate, it's, it's we'll all get right. a better car for you this time too. Heading towards Rex's Corners fan where the wind's going, but the other way towards the club out there. That's too long for me. That's actually just sparked a memory in my mind, um, Will, that I'm sure you've chosen to forget or not bring up. But um, is that ball that is that ball that Craig Simmons hit you for? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I my window, um, last week, actually. If it didn't hit that light tower, and I will, I will say it did it three quarters of the way up yeah. and it was still no. Um, yeah. It, it would still be going now. It would have actually probably cleared the lake, which I can't yeah. imagine many people do at Willerton. No. Um, so actually, whenever I whenever say, oh, Craig Simmons at you for a big six, and Ed Pollock was actually playing for Rockingham, it was yeah. a, it was at Warwick, and he constantly reminds me of it. <laughs> but it didn't get hit out of the ground, did it? Because it hit the light post and came back to the Yeah, the area. sound that thing made, geez, that's, I think it's still reverberating, causing <laughs> yeah, earthquakes in Indonesia. <laughs> I didn't hear that in Rockingham, mate. It, 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 that but that was a pretty, it was a pretty cool innings. Um, yeah, yeah. Coming in at number nine and just swinging off his hoop, and I, I really rated <laughs> it actually. Great from Goon as well. One of the very few yeah. videos that are on the uh, on the YouTuber uh, is that one. Cod bomb, it's called. For anyone who wants yeah. to look it up. <laughs> is there a video? Is it? Oh my yeah, God. yeah, on the YouTube. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll have to flick it to you after after we finish recording. Brilliant. I can't wait, I can't wait to watch that another hundred times. Might actually. It's got to be one of your life goals, I reckon. Oh, cricket goals going forward. Anyway, is to be you know batting at nine, bowling some off spin, and just you know, taking the absolute piss whenever you get to come out. Oh man. He, he makes cricket <laughs> look so fun than me. He stands mm. at slip and then just hits absolute bombs for fun. I mean, it was it, it was it was proper striking for about the half an hour he was out. It was actually quite cool to watch. <laughs> he can hit a ball. My figures took an absolute hammering that day, if I remember rightly. But uh, yeah, it was, it was it was a big old mix of that one. I'll give him that one. <laughs> Um, all right. So something that we, we like to do down here at Dragon, uh, on the Dragon's Lair podcast, we've had a couple of them so far, is, is to get our, our guests to give us a six-a-side team. So uh, I've been told Liam sent through some, uh, some parameters to you. Yeah, we actually uh, stole the idea from Warwickshire, actually, um, Will. Yeah. We saw it on their socials, and that's where we got the idea from. So it should be something close to home for you. Nah, I, I love that link. If we can get a Bears-Drags link going, that's that's, oh, that's unbelievable. Jeez. Um, we'll give them a tag in the socials over when we when oh, we get this up, so we can get. Some, they, yeah. they will be they will be lifted by that. <laughs> yeah, you put in a good word for us, mate. We can get something sorted out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right. So, who have you got in your team, Rosie? The six side team. I think you know it'd be rude of me. First team, firstly, not to put in Bondi. I think you know got me over to the drag. Yeah. Ill captain yeah. team. Um, uh, as you know, what a bloke. Um, I think there's a constant theme here. You know, just good blokes. Um, you want to be you want to be enjoying your time around these six blokes. Oh man, absolutely, absolutely. You know, as you know, with me, cricket is very much a secondary option on a Saturday. <laughs> I, I do take it seriously, but I, I want to be surrounded by good people. Um, my second and third player will be the lads who I live with in my second year, so Sean Brennan uh, and, and Big Brett Daly. Um, I forgot about that. That that yeah, surely a few interesting stories there. We can talk about it after, but <laughs> maybe was, not fit for podcast broadcast. <laughs> 
it was more interesting that Brett was playing for the Rats at the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he would come in and moan every week about how bad the standard was. Very much to when Beck's on the show moans about how bad the standard was in the El Cafe last year. No, he tries to talk it up. He reckons it's bloody first grade standard. Those two fitting pretty nicely. Um, my uh, Bale's batting at three. Uh, Bale's is batting at six, and that is okay. Five. Thank you, thank you. Just need to clarify that. Yeah. All right, so I'll put I'll put I'll put Sean Brennan and uh, Bondy probably opening. Yeah. Uh, my my all rounder mix bag is uh, balls a bit of everything. Is Prad Gunner at me? Um, oh yeah, ooh, big fan of that. I like it. Yeah. Mm. The reason why he's in is because he is a, he is a drag and a battle axe, so he is very yeah. much for me. And the yeah. first time I saw him in. In uh, in England, I didn't even know he was in the country. He said, "Oh, he said he was coming over to come and play at Stamford." And I was living in Birmingham at the time, which is like living in Dunsborough. And he right. was living in Joondalup. And we ended up being <laughs> in Frio. That's how that's how bizarre it was. <laughs> I was absolutely wasted. I just on the and I was, I was like. Firstly, I was like, "Who is that?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's Brad." <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was just friends, and I was just like, "What are you doing here?" And he was like, "Oh, I arrived two days ago." I was like, "Holy, let's go and have some <laughs> huge!" Yeah, he's he's in there for me. He can I he like can ball, he can bat, he can probably keep as well. But although mm. my keeper, um, as as Cass will know, and as Hindle know, I, I do like to park in at first slip. So mm. speaking to the keeper is a necessity. So Brennan Wilson goes in there for me. Yeah, um, yeah, fair enough. One of the still in, still in constant contact with him, and he he explained how his well, if he's listening, is is uh is disgusted at having to play football um, on Saturday rather than having tins on a Saturday. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so that was quite funny hearing that from him. But mate, mate I think you've got to get. From your first, you know, you grazed together for ninety overs, uh, yeah. and then and then ten after. So we, we had some good players there. Um, man, my last one is it, it, it's hard. You know, I've got a, a, as you know, I like a lot of people. So, mm. man, I don't think this guy's ever played for the drags, but I would want him in my six attire team. And I've said, I've mentioned him before, Rex Melentis. I'm putting oh. him in. <laughs> I'm putting him in there as. What a boy, scorer, bowler. Morale booster, yeah. <laughs> and he talks the greatest game the world has ever seen, so he is <laughs> Just he um, probably wouldn't be too useful in the third session, I don't uh, think. Yeah. <laughs> he would be useless for me, let's be honest. I mean, <laughs> but for the sake of everyone and the, the general public, you want Isaac Melendez to keep batting all day on a Saturday so he doesn't have a tin. If he gets yep. out in the first over, he's gone by lunch. He's absolutely <laughs> Um, which arguably really, that's when the best content comes though so you know yeah, he, he, he would finish my six side team um you know i like that, mm, yeah, that very good. i think it's just you know it'd be a good swilling 11 that i reckon oh swilling six i'm gonna take i'll take that with me that would do yeah it would, de- it would definitely probably it would probably be our uh, most fun on the on the uh post game circuit so far that i think we've had but yeah no i really enjoy that that's great picks mm. Like Cass has done there, he's brought up memories that yeah, I like to mm. either eradicate from my memory or... <laughs> yeah. Was Ronnie even around when you were there? Um, yeah. Was yeah. Oh, okay. the, the Prez. Ronnie's first act as president, I think, was getting um, Rhodesy in. I, I remember wow, unbelievable. Yeah. He was there. He was there. I, I, you know what? I, like, 
I didn't even know. I, I didn't even really get his name until my second year. I just know. I just knew him as Prez. Prez just hates all authority, bro. He doesn't. He just tries to. <laughs> hey, I, there's so many people you you know you expect you 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 need to meet and and mm. as soon as Bondi goes, oh, this is the president. That's that's it for me. That's it. Yeah, done. That's Locked Prez. in. Yeah. Prez, but what a nice, what a, what a nice man. Um, mm. what, a, what a good man. So I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll he... happily have another team with him. Yeah, he's he's done a lot for the club, and um, you've missed mm. um, some of um, like the the playing group's banter this year. But um, he's got, as the boys said, he's got um, grand plans for the club, and that that um, shitty little clubhouse that you mentioned, um, where he plans on taking us up. So he wants to make yeah, it we're, going up, going bro, up. we're going up, Brody. We're going up. What is so, it? A new building, is it? Anyway, he wants to put um, a second story it? on top of the um, the clubhouse, basically. Yeah, I'm not sure how much mm. pie in the sky it is, but I think I think there, there's some yeah, there's definitely some movements around some upgrades at Barandar across both one and two that mm. hopefully should be very exciting. We'll mm. um we're also getting uh our first live streaming start set up this weekend Frogbox. Yeah. Frogbox. So Yeah, you better tune in live, see the highlights, Rosie. Exactly. That, is, that does lift me. I do I do uh I do wake up on a Saturday morning, probably <laughs> about half seven, eight o'clock. So I know the fellas are, are either battling away or probably just... been probably been rolled um, <laughs> and, and i do i do check onto uh, my cricket and, and see how the boys are going all that, is, go. that is all grades and i'm <laughs> loving chris elliott coming back and just chilling. oh, oh. That, yeah mate the fantastic five in the, in the fourth grade is unbelievable Mate, what's Aaron McCall back here batting at five? But how's he? <laughs> how's he, <laughs> he made forty three, but it's not going to count. The, the he got scrapped, so he batted five, put himself at five, um, unbelievable. And then he made forty three, and now because it, um, a lot of games got rained off, every single grains grades uh, uh, first week is scrapped, so it doesn't count anymore. So that's yeah, good for that everyone. That will hurt him as well. That will hurt. <laughs> that is actually Taz batting is has, does give me a great memory, and it was. Uh, I think it was, we were playing Perth, so it was my first Saturday in my second year, and I, I was batting at the other end, we had bowled Perth out for, I don't know, 250 maybe, and we were three down very quickly, and I was batting with Taz in the last over, and I gave him the last over against Josh Nicholas, um, <laughs> and then Taz obviously couldn't see the ball, um, for new <laughs> reasons unbeknown to us, but... I remember he had a wild swing at about four of them just because he'd done his job. He's seen out the last two overs, night watchman. <laughs> yeah. And then the only ball he tried to play properly was the last ball of the day. And he tried to defend it. I don't know whether he got out bowled or caught behind. <laughs> and, and I walked off with him and he went, what the f*** am I doing? Why have I just not tried to hold that one for six? That's a great, good memory of that, actually. And I really was he really- using the big skin bat? Oh, I don't know what he was using. I was just <laughs> at the ground because I think he was he was trying to like get me back on strike, but I was like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you that, don't worry. that sounds about right. Yeah, no, but mate, seriously, thank you so much for coming on. I know that you've wanted to jump on for ages, so you're not just saying that. You've been a fantastic sport for us, um, and obviously a wealth of knowledge as well um, that we can tap into at any time. So, mate, thanks Oof. so much for coming on. Very kind of you. Very great job what you're doing, boys. Absolutely love the show. Keep going. And uh, hopefully, Cheers, see, hopefully see you boys in the near future. Absolutely. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll have a, have another chat soon. You've got plenty more stories where that comes from, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> might have to get you on for a second show. Yeah, get me on. Give it a couple of months and, I, and I'll be I'll have some for you. Thanks, mate. You. Thank you so much. Cheers, Rosie.
Massive thanks again to uh, Temporarily Displaced Dragon, Will Rhodes, for joining us on the podcast this week. Um, I'm sure you'll agree that that was a thoroughly enjoyable chat with him. Um, We've got, obviously, games coming up this week. We're not going to go through all of the stats and that again this week, but we've got, as we mentioned, all the games are going to be one day as in the seniors, and then there's also juniors Mm -hmm. on in the morning. I think the 17s are playing a T20 maybe or something like that. There's things I'm going on. I'm not exactly sure what's actually happening with the 15 and 17. Yeah, I've been I'm not sure. this. It'll be this. It'll be the same thing. They, their games will be made into a one-day fixture of some sort. The shorter sort. ones, yeah. It will be completed true. in the one day, yeah. And yeah, I think we've we've also got the 13s and 14s also playing South Perth this week on the Sunday. So we've got a pretty rare fixture where all eight teams are playing the same club on this, this Unbelievable. Weekend. Yeah, so let's hope for eight from eight, eh? Good luck to all teams on the weekend. Hopefully we can get those eight from eight and a double president's keg. Um, Check us out on the socials. Obviously, if you've got any questions or feedback for us, we'd love to hear from you. Um, Other than that, that's us done. Catch you next week, fellas. See you Wednesday. See ya.